Okay. Well, it is episode 54 of Inane Blather. Hello to everyone. Numero 54. Yeah. The the only, only podcast that tells you... The listener. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. And we stand by that. Um, that Dr. Phil will do that. But yeah. Yeah. And the only podcast on the internet brought to you by Food Club brand classic roast ground coffee. Find it. Mm-hmm. Probably not at your grocery store, but it's what I use. So, <laughs> so um, it's. It's not nothing. <laughs> it's good for cold brew, which I have, right? Which I just spilled. Spilled. All over my desk as we're no. talking. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. I just dumped a bunch out on accident. <laughs> I literally... Uh, <laughs> I went to... Well, if it oh, makes you uh, feel better... Uh, I So I sprained my ankle last week, you know, uh, pretty bad. I've been laid up in a boot. Uh, like the first day yeah. I was laid up on the couch, um, I s- spilled an entire cup of coffee. It was like sitting oh next God. to me and I leaned and it just spilled all the way over, like all down on my, like, I just was wearing like these boxer brief undies and I was like, oh, that looks really cute. It looks like a disgusting diarrhea stain <laughs> all down my like cute white coffee. with like kisses on them. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> This poor couch. It was in a hole, like, oh, right where no. I was laying, like, posted up to, like, recover. So I just got as much out and just put a towel down and laid <laughs> on Kelsey's that. like, I thought it was your ankle that was the problem. <laughs> People have stress responses, Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> my ankle is is attached uh, to my wrist, you know, neurologically. It is connected. Yeah. Connected, not attached. <laughs> but uh oh anyway um and speaking of people with maladies inane blather is just a bunch of uh headstrong stubborn quibbling self-centered vindictive obnoxious hormonal sexually preoccupied evil thieving cross-dressing jerks that was a little loud i'm gonna turn that down um <laughs> so yeah you've been uh what milking uh, the government or your company for milking L&I payments or Uncle something? Uncle Sam by the teat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, suckling I, the teat. <laughs> uh, I twisted my ankle at work. Um, uh, you know, you work in a, some guy in a GM automotive plant, right? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, knocked door to door fundraising. And I stepped down off someone's porch after he slammed the window, not in the door, because he wouldn't come to the door. He was up in the second story window, oh. calling down to me, and then being like, I'm not interested, <laughs> like oh slamming God. the door. Totally seeing me fall, not coming out and seeing if I was okay. And I was really down, like it yeah. fucking hurt. It really hurt yeah. a lot. I've never hurt myself like this before. Um, it was really swollen, you know, by the time I got home, like a big, like, <sighs> dude. bigger than a golf ball smaller than a baseball yeah you should have seen the reaction from some of our friends when i told them that that happened to you and i was like and she said she knows that the guy had to have seen it and her eyes i know he did and she was just like and he didn't do anything he didn't offer to help like yeah well you know that's the type of people that yell at amnesty international workers i guess so (laughs) Yeah, I'm there in my vest like a dork, like and limping, wow. getting up and no wonder. really, yeah, <laughs> no small wonder. limping back to my car. There were tons of people just, walking by too, yeah. and they all pretended not to like, see it, laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bunch of teenagers like, oh, world star. <laughs> but you know, yeah, awesome. and I even said, I think I said like fuck, like when I felt because yeah. it was like fuck, that yeah, really sure. hurts. And, oh, you let uh, loose with yeah. some profanity when you fell down and sprained your ankle? Wow. Yeah, that's what... I mean, like, it must have really hurt me, and I'm sure he saw that. And I have fallen... Like, people's steps are, you know... It's like, you would do it all the time. It just definitely is bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and one time I kind of slipped down, and this woman, like, busted right out after she had just shut the door. And was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, are you sure you're okay? I was like, ah, I'm just embarrassed. <laughs> so, yeah. but this guy, but yeah, nothing. Up. And I was on the ground for, uh, no, not that one. This, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy just, I even was down on the ground, like, trying to get up for a little, you know, took me a second. And by and the time he just I, he opened still, up the window was, and he's like, get up, Bambi. <laughs> like, that he's like help. i told you he's like wow this is a really uh, 
like good ploy. Yeah. Like, he nah. just thinks I'm like faking it. <laughs> he thinks you're doing it for fundraising, so he just opens the window again. He's like, You're pathetic. That's pathetic. <laughs> you start crying. You make me sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Trying to get did... money out of me with that. I called my boss and immediately I was like, I really just really fucking hurt my ankle. Like it really hurts yeah. a lot. Like it's not like I just did something, you know, like, ah, dumb or whatever. It was like, oh, I can't put any weight on it. And luckily it was my right foot because I drive a stick shift, you know, and it would have been impossible probably for me to do the clutch. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, true, had, true, true. If it had been my left say, You still need uh, to use ankle. both of them. <laughs> but the but, accelerator yeah, is so much true. less. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't have to push it. Yeah, all the way fully, down you know <laughs> left you foot don't. you try driving the truck or something like that yeah. like <laughs> the 90 pound clutch on it um, yeah so that's been what my past few days i haven't really watched anything actually i've been reading a actually the last two days i've just read a book like hmm. almost all day it was really nice well it's been forced relaxation and i missed out on a trip with my family it's been really great yeah i no, was there it was we I felt all, really sad this weekend. It was like Poochie <laughs> was so on The Simpsons. Anytime Poochie <laughs> isn't on screen, all the other characters should be asking, where's Poochie? <laughs> and that's what it was like. They're like, if only Natalie was here. Yeah, too bad <laughs> Natalie couldn't make it. And actually, I, um, and then we went into town. really sad. And Dad bought me uh, a book. I haven't started it yet because I was reading another book, speaking of books. But I got the new David Sedaris book. So it was there I in the bookstore. I went to. I met him at a reading of that's Happy Go Lucky. Yes. Or Lucky Go Happy or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, so I went, Sophie didn't want me to get it because she didn't like the picture of the, the clown. clown on the front. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's his first book that um, he's published since uh, his father passed away recently and his mom passed away quite a while ago. So now that both of his parents are gone, he was like exploring that. In one of the stories, is pretty like heavy it was the first one that he read at the book Boring. reading i went to <laughs> yeah it was about his dad being a yeah pervert uh-huh. yeah and uh it just and then i got to talk to him about it afterwards it was really yeah it was amazing i absolutely love david sadaris yeah. I, really I hear he's his... kind of annoying though in real life he's just constantly just like creativity to me is just like <laughs> it's like a bird like a friendly bird that embraces all yeah that's taken directly ideas and just like shoots out of its eyes all kinds of beauty taken directly from uh, his 2006 work creativity is like a bird <laughs> <laughs> that's uh let's what is it something about diabetes with owls Dang it. I wish I could have had it let's right off the top of my head. Let's talk about diabetes with owls. I was going to say let's discuss and I was like that's not right. Yeah. Is that that's a David okay. Sedaris book, and it's a uh, like a like a bird, like an owl, like a friendly Do bird. Do you get it? Yeah, <laughs> owls are yeah a barn owl, so friendly. They're so they they look so cute. They're not scary at all. <laughs> Those are some of the weirdest looking creatures on planet Earth. Um, I like them. No, yeah, those are whatever. But <laughs> um. There have been many revolutions over the past few centuries and a total of zero utopias. Anyway. Uh, uh-huh. happy, that was ContraPoints, actually. <laughs> I forget what I was... Uh, yeah. I was listening to ContraPoints again recently. Um, so, um, besides your ankle, I hope, you know, you get better and begin mm-hmm. sliving again. Um, it's the I... new hot. It is slaying and living. that is what we go by and i will force you to go by that on the podcast hashtag well we are paris hilton (laughs) uh kelsey has one too that um it was we're gribing and it's grooving and vibing gribing gribing yeah (laughs) and so we've been trying to make that one stick too it really doesn't sound as fun as the two words that are combined, you know, grooving, yeah. that's fun, kind of vibing, that's fun. Gribing? Yeah, Gribin. it's kind of the worst. You take out the V, and that's kind of like the essential, you know, what about cool word. Vuvin. <laughs> Vuvin. Vuvin Gribin. I am Vuvin Gribin. Vuvin Gribin Slivin. Not good. Um, yeah. Vuvin Gribin, because... I love Karl Marx. I think that was in uh, Capital, Volume 1. Um, 
So happy Pride Month. Uh, mm-hmm. The United Pride States Pride. needs to invade Florida. I kind of, I, I don't know if I have any uh, Pride Month stuff on here. Anyone who's listening right now is going to know there's been an ir- irregular uploading schedule lately. <laughs> Just been busy and depressed. You've got IUS, irregular crap. uploading schedule. Syndrome. Ayus. But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I won't read that one. Um, <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, you know what? You, you know what? You know what? <laughs> oh, I have that on here. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> there um, it is. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it seems, okay. This, this needs to be talked about, though. You think it. about it, it seems kind of stupid, right? That. Uh, uh-huh. Luke Skywalker would be just like <laughs> sent to live with his aunt and uncle when they're like trying to hide him, right? So Darth Vader's yeah. kids, like they send him off to hide him. It's like what? So you send him back to Tatooine with family, you know, and you're trying to hide him. But there's no way that Owen and Beru are his relatives because Anakin didn't have siblings. Did Padme? No, I don't think so. It doesn't make sense. Who's Who's Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru? What? That's like Padme's brother, Owen? Those blue I don't think milk so. drinking freaks? Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make sense. Did Obi Wan just find some random people in the desert and make them raise a kid that eventually leads to their horrific, fiery deaths at the hands of the Empire <laughs> in A New Hope? Also, maybe they're and on top of robots. that, talking about, okay, well, maybe it isn't relatives, and he just calls them aunt and uncle, you know, of course, and he's grown up with them. Okay, so maybe it was a better hiding thing, but Luke mm-hmm. kept the same last name. His name was Skywalker. That was, that's Anakin's name. Like It's like, that's did no so... one know, no one knew that Anakin became Darth Vader? How is that possible? What are they talking about? Because they thought he was dead, right? I Oh, think- yeah, and this Darth Vader guy just comes out of nowhere, right? Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> but either way, yeah, Skywalker would None probably be a name sense. that would this arouse suspicion. Galactic opera, uh, <laughs> western... Uh, <laughs> Explosions in space. hero's <laughs> <Yeah>. journey <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Um, well, only because the prequels exist is why it all starts falling apart. But yeah, just let it be. <laughs> just don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Too I don't late. Know why I wrote this down? No, but uh, so let's see here. Um, I was thinking instead. I, I have a. <sighs> It's too bad. I wish we had more time because I have a like a bunch of New York Post tabs open. Bu- I was literally just <laughs> opening the New York Post to see what well, was I've here because and you know what I was thinking? What I was thinking is but I not look, front I open page it, headlines. But I but I that's the thing I was thinking about is I hit news mm-hmm. and what the news is to them. Yes. Like this is news? Ay ay ay. You know what's it's funny? It's just so is just going to uh, not journalism. the entertainment tab on theirs. Mm-hmm. I accidentally just clicked and that. And <laughs> 50% of their, if it's arts and entertainment, is just about who's in a racy sex scene and stuff like oh, that. Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence doesn't care about right. sex scenes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, She's nude. cool. There's another There's <laughs> another one on the, the front page of the entertainment tab about someone else with a steamy sex scene. Um, uh-huh. There was a... Uh, there was one fucking nerds. about the new Bachelorette that I was like, oh, God, the Bachelorette's on, but uh, it's kind of cool. She has, like, a master's degree, <laughs> and it's, like, a stupid article about how her her master's degree is something that's coming in handy to help her, in to help her date no. <laughs> 25 men at the same time. <laughs> I was like, okay. But uh, she's beautiful, though, so I guess I'm this watching what, The Bachelorette oh, now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> It is shocking because um, she's black, but <laughs> no, I mean it's not shocking that she's beautiful. It's shocking that the Bachelorette is that black. She's black. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's what I was like. Whoa. Jesus. Doug. <laughs> yeah, you know my tastes, huh? Um, but uh, let's see. But I was thinking instead. I don't know. This is just. This is uh, you know. Pride Month, checking in on straight people, right? I love how, uh, like, uh, 
mm-hmm. queer YouTube channels do that every once in a while. They're like, are straight people okay? I've seen that title a few times. Or I see that as, yeah, for as sure. a quote tweet with stuff. Are straight people okay? Straight people aren't okay, you know? But no. I just love... They're straight. <laughs> I love this. Uh, I mean, you might have come across it already on social media or something. I love the New York Post mm-hmm. headline. I divorced my dying husband. He wallowed in self-pity and killed my vibe. (laughs) 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 He was not Vuven Griven, but uh, (laughs) yeah, he was, uh, how was he doing? Not good. So Nice. um, A woman has opened up about, oh yeah, till near death do us part. A woman has opened up about why she divorced her dying husband, saying his five-year cancer battle took a toll on their marriage as he wallowed in self-pity. And, like, uh, I think I, I, sh- I might have shared this, too, and I was just like, man, this is one of these stories where nobody wins. No one That's what I feel like. No it's like, what a simplistic good. view of such a complicated, it's like a five-year battle. I'm sure it was incredibly taxing on a relationship. Was it five years? Is that what it said? What? Oh, husband of five years? Oh, husband no, of no, five no, years. No, 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 his five-year cancer battle. Yeah, no, man, so that she's would be 40. so incredibly um, straining. <laughs> she married her husband when she was 22 and dreamed of starting a family with him, but the bride's dreams were soon dashed when her husband, then 37, was diagnosed with testicular cancer. We couldn't think about her, couldn't really think about our future, she told caters i don't know maybe I'm, I'm missing some names here how do you plan for your future as a newly married couple when you're struggling with something like cancer um people react in one of two ways to critical illnesses i've seen it over and over she continued the first type was how my husband unfortunately was the people who drown in self-pity the second type of people are those who are instead concerned with everyone around them Fry, who was also who was living in New York City with her husband, said no one was worried about how she was doing during the difficult time. <laughs> we saw different kinds of doctors. Not a single person ever offered me help, she bemoaned. They never asked, do you need a support system? Bemoaned. Are you part of a counseling group? Yes, the way that it's written, too. It's like, mm-hmm. make sure that she seems horrible. But yeah. she explains how he was, and it's like... I mean, he's got the guy's got cancer, and still by For the sure, end, you think, yeah. yeah, he seems horrible too. Because <laughs> it's uh, like, um, you know, continued treatment, but the disease only worsened. I started to lose hope. I was hoping for the best, but then I started to lose hope. It was five years with all the treatments, and it started to change the dynamics within our relationship. It wasn't until that fifth year that I started to think about leaving, she continued, but I felt like I couldn't say anything. When someone is dying next to you, you feel like you can't talk about your own well-being because you compare it to their suffering, which is a point. That's very insightful. Yeah. Yeah. Fry says she was motivated to finally leave her sickly spouse after a friend took their own life. It was my first funeral, she said. It's her first funeral. Like, what the fuck kind of world do you live in? Uh, Yeah. And it was very shocking. She explained of her pal's unexpected suicide. Her pal? Good God. Um, Yeah. (laughs) In my mind at the time, suicide became an option, even though I had never considered that before. I was in such a bad state. So then you really kind of start feeling for it. It's like, geez, she really felt like she had nowhere to turn. Her friend just committed suicide. Yeah, and no one's helping her. And she can't say that publicly. She can't be like, how come no one is asking how I'm doing? Because like... How, I mean, your immediate reaction, reading the headline, something like that. <laughs> Someone's oh, like, well. well, no one's asking how I'm doing. If that was the case, they'd be like, shut up. Like, you don't have testicular cancer, but it's I like, mean, if oh, you're saying well, it that, like that makes that. sense, though. No, well, I mean, if it's just true, it's true. But it was very clear to me that if I didn't save myself, I was probably going to die. She dramatically added, see the way this is written. God. She subsequently (laughs) filed for divorce from her husband, leaving him stunned. His main focus was more and more so about him, she stated. At the beginning of his treatment, he was still checking on me, but he felt even more pity for himself, even more pity for himself because of the divorce. I can't say that he was hugely supportive, she further admitted, if there's a decision to end the union. But what what was even harder was the reaction of society, which I didn't expect, which is like, how? Like, I don't know where this lady's from. You go to your first funeral, yeah. like, in your 30s or something like that, and you're not expecting uh, people to 
especially people with incomplete information, to kind of, you know, paint you as the bad guy when you <laughs> divorce your dying husband after a five-year battle with cancer. Fry says people sent her horrible message messages and said that her husband's family was, quote, disappointed. People were in pain and they wanted to blame someone, she explained. Fry says she and her husband subsequently stopped speaking. He ended up remarrying before he passed away two years later. The fuck is with this guy? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Well. laughs> it's like, who knows how he really did kind of milk the pity for his cancer. I don't know. Well, all I would say <laughs> is right now, you know what? I could totally but see then, how... It- but here, hmm. Fry has since moved to Singapore and works as a life coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She well, has also remarried. <laughs> I can see how a, battling an illness like that with a partner who is not very good at being taken care of uh, would be so incredibly draining. Mm-hmm. You know what? I was like, with my sprained ankle, I've been feeling sorry for myself because I feel like I don't want to be a burden and I like to yeah. get up and get my own water and I like to get go and do my own things. And I like to also do things for other people. That is a different I don't, way of seeing it than what this husband might have been like. Yeah, yeah, I definitely don't feel like um, guilty about it, but I like to help. And so it's hard to just sit back. Um, but I can see other people having a really hard time accepting help for whatever reason. Um, and it being really 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 hard on the person who's trying to help you Uh, but i was like i always knew that if i was in a person that was like paralyzed i just would have the wrong attitude and my partner's like you don't even have to get used to this you sprained your ankle like get over yourself (laughs) just because you might have to ask someone to go get you a glass of water a glass of water (laughs) i was like this is too much for me this is really hard yeah uh everyone's been really really incredibly nice you know i have such like I couldn't go to Chelan, so I just laid at the house all weekend and had, like, friends that were here. It just happened to really work out um, that they were going to be here, so I got to be surrounded by people. But then, be like, yeah, when, like, Kelsey's gone working, Vanita's doing whatever, like, just sitting there on the couch by myself with my leg up. <laughs> I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like, I'm so bored. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, uh, I... Boring. Yeah. But yeah. I do love my partners. But anyways, I could see how, yeah, and like people, t- like with their parents and stuff, that's what happens as people get older. It can be really, really, really hard yeah. to care for people that uh, are, and especially, yeah, I, I mean, all of that just seems like a situation where you would feel bad for everybody. Exactly. I would feel bad for someone who got a cancer diagnosis and someone who thinks that they're trying to do whatever and all this kind of stuff. I was like, oh my God, what am I even doing? And like, you know, and maybe not being appreciated. Then your friend kills themselves. Yeah. I mean, that all seems like a huge, horrible, sad situation. And that article is obviously like really (laughs) gross. The way that it's written, (laughs) yeah. And she even says, there's a quote here at the end, I feel we, especially women, are just usually brought up in in the mentality to serve others. But when you go against it, you learn a lot about resilience and self-awareness, Fry declared. But uh, And she even said, it, it's kind of funny, though. She says she holds no bad feelings toward her late ex-husband, despite their difficult marriage, stating, I was so happy and so thrilled that he got remarried before the end. I genuinely hope that they had a beautiful life together. It's like, well, it's easy saying that. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. He's a, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, well I have no R. ill R. will towards him. He He's dead. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine leaving a partner thinking about Kelsey being hurt or something. It would, like, break my heart. Yeah. It would just be, like, you know, like you'd be dedicated being to that person. Being so- can, uh, can, uh, not be a burden, but yeah, be, uh, work. It is. I mean, it's a huge, it can just, you absolutely, give yourself you more work. Yeah. Yeah. Caring mm-hmm. is, uh, is an active thing. It's a activity. Yeah. You know, uh, caring for a friend or family member or things like that. Sure, that's why I don't do it. I mean, uh, I got enough shit to do. I'm not going to worry about other people. Me neither. Yeah. I can't Me even neither. take care of myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why I have three partners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, boy, I couldn't do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, here, let's 
do something random here, if you don't mind. I saw this in the New York Post, and I kind of went down a little rabbit hole, but um, there was a recent one. I, I, I was just surprised at how many different Jeopardy stories there were. In the New York Post, mm-hmm. um, I forget that it's still on, and I like Jeopardy. Me too. Um, I, for, I, you know, I, and uh, I grieved the loss of it after Alex Trebek. Yeah, and I just yeah, Alex Trebek was the best. Don't I don't know what they're doing anymore. now. They've had Ken Jennings hosting, but they still have had other people hosting too. Like, just pick someone. And I saw that in a comment in one of these articles. Someone's just upset. Just go with. Someone and they, whether Someone. even if they're bad, whether they're bad or they're good, at least keep it consistent. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, Jeopardy fans outraged by quote horrendous movie category, awful. It says fans of the hit quiz show Jeopardy were in an uproar Monday after a movie mashup category managed to stump the three contestants several times. Hmm. Okay, so here's one. Let's see if you can get it. So it's this, uh, it's called, (laughs) it's called, it's like movie mashup or something. Okay. You stay classy, Callie. A 2004 San Diego News anchorman and Mm -hmm. a 1984 Indiana Jones title structure read one of the double Jeopardy clues in the Let's Make a Movie Crossover category. That's what it's called. Let's Make a Movie Crossover. So you stay. American Raiders of the Last Ark? American? Or something like that? Uh, I mean, Anchorman. Oh, yeah, it was Anchorman. 2004 oh, San Diego News Anchorman, Anchorman and a 1984 Indiana Jones title structure. Oh, 1984. Uh, I can't remember the... <laughs> See, it's just okay. so, it's so, okay. there's so much. After no one buzzed Ron in... Mm-hmm. Burgundy... Ron... Temple of... Doom. Yes, Ron Burgundy in the yeah. Temple of Doom. No one buzzed yeah. in. I mean, there was already too much time I, gone. But hey, you you did better than these contestants. But after no one buzzed in, the host, uh, Mayim Bialik, or whatever her name is, she was on yeah. Big Bang Theory. So the Big Bang um, Theory. You know, the answer was Ron Burgundy and the Temple of Doom. Hoping to redeem himself, returning champion Ben Goldstein, 42, bravely selected the $1,600 question. The, per- the perplexing perplexing clue was an Alan Rickman diehard villain wants those detonators from a title Great Dane of 2002. <laughs> okay, so the Great Dane is, uh, it's what's-his-face, right? What's that? Marmaduke? <laughs> um, think of a, think of a pop culture Great Dane. I only know one, and it only came to me when I read it here. The only one I can think is, oh, Scooby, Scooby-Doo. I guess. Yes, exactly. I was thinking Marmaduke. So, but, uh, yeah, so Mary Kay Glide confidently stated the answer was Hans Gruber Beethoven, so she was just wrong there. After deeming Glide's guess incorrect, and with none of the other contestants willing to respond, Bialik revealed it to be Hans Gruber and Scooby-Doo. What kind what, what does that even mean? Like that's not that's a movie that mashup or what is it? Let's make a movie crossover is what it was called. So I hate an it. Alan Rickman diehard villain wants those detonators from a title Great Dane of two thousand two. Uh, wh- what is Hans Gruber and Scooby Doo? Like people would be more <laughs> perplexed if you got that right. <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck? I the and answer is like so when the not- and the uh, the contestant. Um, who guessed it wrong. So they said, and then no one else buzzes in. You know, uh, it's Hans Gruber and Scooby-Doo. And Glight audibly said, that's bad. <laughs> like on the show. And uh, Goldstein, who remained Ooh. in control of the board, flatly declined to continue with the category and moved on to a different one. By the end of the episode, only three of the five questions from the category were answered correctly. The Post reached out to a representative for Jeopardy for comment. Fans, meanwhile, took to social media to complain. That movie category was horrendous. Not even a mashup or a pun, just two random things. (laughs) Yeah, like it wasn't a pun. It was just like that and that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Terrible category, not fun to watch, and the contestants seemed to dislike it, too. Um, And then people, of course, going way too far, you know... um, 
Let's see. Burn down the headquarters yeah, of Jeopardy. Yeah. Jeopardy's the on the way to off, extinction. You know? Unlike the Wheel of Fortune <laughs> that has become a fixture at ABC because of the same host for 40 years, they're destined to go into oblivion because of the switching and disliking of host changing. I wonder how much of that is just the fact that it's a woman hosting it that, that night. It's like, I don't think the host has anything to do with that horrible category. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. But yeah. Is Wheel of Fortune still on? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Pat Sajak. Um, yeah. He's a right wing nut job. Uh, I was going to say, all this Me Too movement stuff missed him somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, yeah. He just keep it quiet. Uh, he's old school. Um, yeah. But someone else saying, Please select more intelligent contestants. <laughs> or it's another person. <laughs> Mayim was so frustrated with the three today. The past few weeks of game playing has been quite unexciting. Miss you, Ken. See, and they still have to call out that they want Ken Jennings to host. <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't. He seems like such an obvious choice. I, don't, I never watched it with him, I don't think. Here's one. Seems like he'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, this is not the first time a clue has left contestants scratching their head. Last week, the three challengers were given pause when asked about American geography. This was Final Jeopardy. Um, Native Americans called it Aquata, or Wide Water. Pierre Lemoyne d'Iberville would rename it for a countryman, read the Final Jeopardy clue. Ooh, oh boy. They looked per- wide water. They looked perplexed when the show's other host, Ken Jennings, revealed the answer to be Lake Pontchartrain in Louisiana. Yeah, Lake Lake Pontchartrain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. It's probably some That's French what it is. thing. No. It's Pontchartrain. Okay, yeah. And then uh a week prior, this is when I started clicking on other articles and stuff. So, you know, uh a week before that a different group of hopefuls, the, the three contestants in total were stumped by 23 clues, resulting in the lowest overall score of the season. Wow. Yeah, and that one, uh, let's... They should start recycling old Jeopardy Yeah, questions. I don't know why some of the... I, I'm, I figure that they would do that, but... Um, so there's a, a Coriat score, so they just take the wagering out of it and whether and how many things uh they got right you know on how many wrong guesses there are Mm -hmm. so it's just taking the money out of it um but uh but yeah let's see um seven uh missed questions during the jeopardy round and 16 more in double jeopardy meaning more than half the board in the second round went unanswered like stumping everyone like either they're getting it wrong or not exactly and it was just funny um I think the known record for it is only one more than that, 24. Um, but uh, let's see. Yeah, the contestants correctly answered 33 clues for a combined $21,400, the lowest of the season. Yikes. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> but, oh, and then it goes to Final Jeopardy, and, uh, and they, I think, they all got it. So, because it was of all the nations that border Italy, the one that did this is the one that didn't exist in 1990, which I don't know if you know a little bit more about geography, you probably get it. I might have no. been, I'd, I'd have a one out of five chance of guessing it, I guess, but it's Slovenia. Um, I was going to say Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia doesn't <laughs> exist that's now. That's not even a country anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. They... I just wanted to be able to spell it. C Z E C H O S L O V A K I A. Yeah. Yeah. Lee came in second with $6,999, while Rembach placed third with $29.99. Like, God. Oh, my God. But, and then I started clicking. There was. Because it all came full circle um, with inane blather because, Mm -hmm. um, oh, where were we here? Because there's a couple of these kind of similar Jeopardy fans slam contestants for missing clue about Taylor Swift. <laughs> there were a couple. And her, there were a couple of these. The best album she oh ever made, God. 1989. No, even lesser known ones. But there was one where I was like, okay, it was a little different. It was uh, um, that uh, it was it was kind of a funny story because. It was a really hard clue, 
I thought I would have, I mean, you know, I'm no trivia genius, but I had no idea what the what <laughs> no. the clue was talking about. But um, a, a bunch of Taylor Swift fans, it kind of went up on Twitter that day because they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I knew this. I was yelling at the TV. None of the contestants did because Taylor Swift had some weird... Uh, um, like these lyrics that alluded to this like 19th century uh, set of poets or something like that. And it mentioned one of the names. So all these Taylor Swift mm. fans somehow knew the answer to this really hard Jeopardy question and no one else did. Mm. They're like, oh, I was wondering why I knew that. And then I realized it was because of this Taylor Swift song. I was like, oh, that's kind of just a funny story. But then the other one was, uh, yeah, the uh, they slam contestants for missing a clue about Taylor Swift. <laughs> and it's just funny reading the uh the uh, actual clue because i can just imagine ken jennings saying it because it's not like you can sing <laughs> this stuff you know it's jeopardy and like viewers are calling out the program's contestants over their lack of pop culture knowledge after they missed a clue about world famous granny winning grammy winning singer taylor swift jeez i don't know how to read during yeah, wednesday's episode not out loud anyways um <laughs> let's see uh, so the guy's from New Jersey. In the title that completes the rhyme category, which quizzes players on their song knowledge, host Ken Jennings did his best trying not to belt out the famous tune, which I kind of don't think it's a famous tune, uh-huh. and instead he yeah. hinted, and I'm just like, oh, 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 you need to just stop. Like, can you just not step on my gown? <laughs> But the clue fe- clearly fell on deaf ears oh as Mirsua like, stood with a blank. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> yeah. As Mirsua stood with a blank expression on his face. View- That's like what I just did. <laughs> Viewers became more frustrated after the other contestants didn't know the answer either. After saying Mirsua's time was up, Jennings told the players, uh, I really wish this was Johnny Gilbert reading these. This is. You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Swift. And it's like, I mean, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I know like some of the basics and stuff, but it's like, I don't know that. Calm down. What the fuck? You think everyone's got a Taylor Swift poster on their wall? Like, what kind of, out of all the lyrics, too, 80, Stop 80% stepping of on it was oh, 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 <laughs> You know? I mean, if you sang it, maybe oh so God. if it was like, oh, 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 you know, whatever the melody is, yeah. I don't know what the song is. I've never, I've never heard of it. And that line. <laughs> but yeah, viewers rushed to Twitter to slam the contestants. What's <laughs> the one tweeting? Yeah. Everyone who makes it onto Jeopardy clearly has a crown in my book, but I cannot calm down when there's a triple stumper Taylor Swift clue. <laughs> Do they know what kind of people they're getting on Jeopardy? <laughs> Not Swifties. <laughs> None of the Jeopardy contestants got the Taylor Swift clue. Shut the whole show down. A third fumed. (laughs) Fuming. Fumed. Yeah. Despite the hiccup. Yeah, look at this. The guy, that guy who, who uh, called for that question and stood there with a blank expression on his face. Yeah. Despite the hiccup, like I would, Mirsua yeah. still managed to come in first place with twenty six thousand six hundred forty four dollars worth of winnings during Wednesday, Wednesday's episode. Yeah, what an idiot! <laughs> Ooh, see, he doesn't know anything. And final, oh, and of course, but you just—it's like we're we're on the anti Taylor side, of course. We're not fans here. I mean, we're not super fans by any. Yeah, I think that's pretty. Yeah, yeah well established. Yeah, well established. Anti Taylor Swift. I'm just no, so incredibly neutral is, on her. No, 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 no. We are not neutral. The, uh, you know, it's part of the Inane Blather podcast platform. We are anti Swifties. Okay, and you're okay. just gonna have to accept that. We're gonna take all of the death threats that comes with that once we become famous and fabulously mm-hmm. wealthy, but. When we're really sliving. Yeah. Fuck Taylor Swift. She is not sliving. But, uh, you know, we're on that site. But then as soon as I start reading the comments in our New York Post article about this, I'm like, all right, I, 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 I'm standing up for Taylor Swift now. Fuck these people. It's just exactly what you uh, think it's going to be. They're like, yawn, Taylor who? Who would ever know any of that garbage? And I'm just like... Okay, I'm back on Taylor's the the Swifties Who side. Would I'm like, go fuck out of you. Their way There's to a reason. Say that. I mean, I understand how. I totally understand how 
all three could be stumped, especially the way that it was written. It's like, good God, what the fuck song is that? But (laughs) as soon as I start reading these comments, I'm like, okay, calm down. There's a reason it was a Jeopardy question. It is a Taylor Swift song. (laughs) It's a bit of trivia, you know, whatever. But yeah, you know, I didn't realize the world revolved around Taylor Swift's vacuous, forgettable songs. No one said the world... Ref- it's a Jeopardy question. God damn. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, no. Yeah. You know what? It just makes Jeez. me... It's- I hate women. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, oh, so to tie a knot on this totally vacuous episode, I've just uh-huh. been talking and talking and letting you rest here, you know. Laugh. Yeah. Um, but... There's been kind of a rash, a rash of bad Jeopardy episodes. I don't know. There's a, it's been yeah. a trend lately anyway from my um, dive down the New York Post Jeopardy article rabbit hole. The New York Post hole. Yeah, a, down a post hole. I'm a post hole digger, is what they call it. <laughs> but uh, nice. Oh, that goes on a little longer than I thought. What the fuck? Okay, but. Uh, um, I bet, um, I bet there's a good reason for Jeopardy not being very good lately. And that is because there's no writers? Yes, because of mm-hmm. the writer's strike. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. And that should be pointed out a lot more. I mean, I... It's not like I thought of that on my own. I, I saw it somewhere in one of these articles. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. The writers are still on strike. And the writers have to be a gigantic part of Jeopardy. <laughs> like, you know, at least finding and selecting all this it's trivia written. stuff. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of fucking words on the screen all the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just reading it's the them. only show where, like, uh, the main part is just subtitles on your screen (laughs) all the characters switch out every every day you know but uh yeah even the host but yeah i I think that i mean that's a little thing that's a long-standing network show that everyone knows you know not everyone watches but everyone knows about jeopardy and um Mm -hmm. you know it's just another little Dart on the board, or whatever you want to say, that uh, the writers, on the yeah, door. the writers should be putting out there. Like, I mean, this is only going to get worse, you guys. It's Jeopardy, like, <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Uh, at least, oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What do you want? Uh, there are more what letters. Do you want just yeah. uh, pure Swifties writing in all the Jeopardy clues? I don't think so. Look at how the world doesn't revolve around the vacuous, forgettable music of (laughs) Taylor Swift. Uh, And if we can't get over, uh, you know, this writer's strike, Jeopardy is going to. (laughs) But uh, it's going to be, I don't don't know, Swift Birdie. I don't know. Uh, It'll literally just be Jeff Birdie, like that old school YouTube video. Have you seen that? Jeff Birdie? Oh. Where everything's Jeff? About question. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. Uh, that just came Jeff? up the other day on my YouTube. Uh, what yeah. is Jeff? 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just a, a, a little, um, you know, a, a good tangible thing to, uh, yeah. to show people like, hey, this, is, this can really affect... Um, you know, a very in a very basic way, uh, a, a very basic show like Jeopardy. Yeah, it's not like two thousand seven where way more yeah. people were watching late night TV uh, on TV. I remember that because I mean I was, you know, uh, nineteen and uh, living in an apartment with my friends on my own, and I watched not sliving. Uh, yeah, not sliving at all. But um, <laughs> shout out Zach. I lived with him for a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, I'm glad that we mm-hmm. remained friends. <laughs> yeah, Even after he had to live with me and my girlfriend. Yeah. But uh, um, but yeah, like uh, we'd watch Conan every night. You know, I remember going through the yeah, writer's sure. strike and how noticeable it was, and people like Conan navigating it well. And especially doing so because Conan was on their side, 
big time and being yeah, an advocate. Absolutely. And then it would Conan would stop, and you'd watch Carson Daly, and they literally just got drunk on TV every night. <laughs> it was like this show's horrible. Like <laughs> they need writers. Who's writing yeah. this? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Carson yeah. Daly himself, drunk, is Yikes. writing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just winging it, and it's not yeah. good. It shows. It is. I need to see a dick. Oops. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. It's a Freudian slip. Yeah. <laughs> All I would do is just look at my tiny uh, Magnavox TV that I had with the rabbit ears tuned in. And as soon as Carson Daly came on, I was like, shut the hell up, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like he heard me. Yeah. He took his life soon after. Because, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, can't prove me wrong. Who's ever seen yeah. Carson Daly lately? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's no it's, one. He knows might as well. Frankly, he cares. might as no. well be dead. Is what I like to say. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I love to say it. You say it a lot. It's a little bit yeah. weird. Do you know what? Did do you know it? what a slip oh. is? What a slit oh. is? Slit. <laughs> it's what I call uh. women. If I want some slit Slits. to tell me what to do, I just saw it on Sopranos the other day. No, but uh, good old Ralphie. Yikes. Anyway, no. what a slip? A slip, like that. Like what? What, what women wear? Like, like what under you did? Their dress or and their you skirt. sprained your ankle? Like, slip, <laughs> <laughs> dumb bitch. Um, yeah, go kill yourself yeah, because non-binary people. Oh, I accidentally clicked it too early. Um, yeah, capitalism Even during is Pride bad. Time. Uh, a slip, yeah, you were under a so dress, true. yeah. Yeah, I was just yeah, thinking I'm not a Freudian a slip is oh. when that's your mother's slip. A Freudian <laughs> you know, <it's> like, slip. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. It's the slip that belongs to your mother, yeah. is what I was or thinking. Or it's just like, uh, it's either, yeah, your Freudian slip your is your mother's, it was passed <laughs> down to you, <laughs> or mm-hmm. it has like, uh, you know, sayings from your mother written on it, and you you know, every time you... You take off, you start to undress, and you see it in the mirror. It's written backwards, so you see it in the mirror. Yeah, it's so like, you can see you'll it. You'll never uh-huh. be good enough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a different kind of Freudian stuff, and it's just a bunch of pictures of buttholes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or it was the slip that Freud probably wore, you know, that was his mother's. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just Freudian full of slip. cocaine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's full of cocaine, and uh, it's Freud's mother's from envy. the 19th yeah. century. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just a bunch like, of pictures that... of penises, assholes. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. women are jealous of penises. <laughs> and, I swear, it's not and, me that has a, a problem. And a bunch of memento-style backwards writing that you see in the mirror. And, uh, you know, it's really... <laughs> Um, you know, normal, yeah, really psychologically sound stuff. <laughs> psychologically sound, yeah. you can tell a person in a healthy state would have a Freudian slip, <laughs> yeah, not just uh, accidentally, you know, accidentally saying, I need to see a dick. Uh, that's not a Freudian slip, <laughs> that's not a Freudian slip, or saying, I hate women. I mean, that's just. <laughs> That's just Freud. No, that's not a slip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just a That's fact. not a slip. <laughs> this is politics. That's what it is. <laughs> well, um, okay. I t- yeah, hurts. I know. And, and that's why I just kind of... I, I had so much. We haven't been We haven't been podcasting. I haven't been uploading stuff. And it's just like I had so much stuff already linked and written down and then i just started reading about jeopardy on the new york post i'm like natalie just (laughs) shut the hell up bitch and listen to me talk about jeopardy i mean i think that's this is what we envisioned when we started this podcast yeah i remember when we sat down there remember in episode one when i was reading from uh wealth of nations or something like that no it wasn't wealth of nations (laughs) it's a different adam smith and I was like, let's talk oh, about economics thinking. and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, let's see what's in the fucking New York Post. <laughs> New York Post. Yeah. Let's read about Jeopardy questions <laughs> and Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. Oh, sports betting is like a tab on the sidebar of the New York Post. Um, sports betting. Bumbling, tumbling Biden needs to be saved from himself. I saw that mm-hmm. one and I was like, agreed. <laughs> I kind of agree with the New York Post on their anti uh 
uh, pizza oven legislation that New York City is trying to do. It seems yeah, I saw that. so I just fucking stupid. It. Like, although it seems like but it's it... for a different reason. I know where we got to stop, but it's like, ah! yeah, it's like they're trying to stop. You mm-hmm. either have to stop using coal or wood fired pizza ovens unless you have a filtration system in place. And my first thought mm-hmm. was like, yeah, they're totally going to make this about some Green New Deal bullshit. And it's like, but that's mm-hmm. not the problem. It's probably, you know, air pollution. You're in a city and you're burning coal. Fuck that. You know, and it's like, I want good pizza. You know, I've never been to New York City, but I'm sure I'd walk into a wood-fired pizza place. Oh, I'm Maron. You know? <laughs> Come on. Give me Come some on. of that mozzarella. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm going to go and watch, uh, watch The Sopranos. No, but... Um, but that was my first thought. But of course, they go and they're like, I mean, there's a headline right here. You'd have to burn a pizza stove 849 years to equal one year of John Kerry's private jet. Yeah, they're not trying to stop climate change by having you yeah. put a filtration system in your coal-fired pizza oven. It's about, you know, not polluting the air directly into neighborhoods where people like are living. Street. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is this, Charles Dickens? Like, and it's just, like, soot everywhere. And little, That's exactly little kids what I was walk around, like, <laughs> Grimy windows. I yeah. making pizza over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're... It's good, but it hurts me. Yeah, lungs. your children all yeah. have black lung because people want to make a some hipsters in a flannel want to make coal fired pizza. <laughs> Fuck that! Good God! But uh, coal fired pizza. I just imagine them like sweaty and shirtless, like shoveling coal <laughs> into the pizza <gasps> ovens. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're really yeah going through like a train load of coal. You know, it's like wow, you're really. Yeah, you must be a popular place. place. Like, no, we're just not very good at keeping the oven going. (laughs) But uh, they keep squirting like uh, heaps of lighter fluid. Exactly. But uh, but they only mention the they go off. You know, New York's green maniacs have come for a Gotham treasure. The Department of you know blah 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 blah. They're going off. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they only mention. For like, oh, and of course, Elon Musk had to tweet about it. Mm-hmm. This is utter BS. It won't make a difference to climate change. Shut the fuck up. You don't care about climate change anyway. That was a pretty anyway. good impression. But um, any ex- that's exactly right. Any green gains would be minuscule. And I just kept thinking the whole time, yes, we know. That's not what it's for. It's not what it's about. <laughs> and then, <Yeah>. then <laughs> they say, um, oh, and it says uh, for one sentence, even more laughably, the DEP is arguing for the rule on public health grounds. Yeah, maybe lead with that. That's what they're arguing. They are arguing for the rule on public health grounds, not on green energy or CO2 emissions grounds. It's okay. Also, they're not coming for your I don't know how my many wood times... stove here. You know, it's how I heat my house in the winter. But <laughs> it's like, but I also I don't, don't know how have many people times... living above me. <laughs> Also, aren't they saying you have to have a filtration system yeah, on it? Yeah, and it really, uh, supposedly, and I believe it, I mean, it's expensive, and it can really fuck up how you do your pizzas. You'd have to really redo a bunch of stuff. So it's, I mean, you know, but it's, it's, also a, like, it's just so a big the tax on the petite polluting? bourgeois, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, I just want to say, I don't know how many times I have to say that the Green Noob deal didn't get passed. <laughs> yeah, really. It's not like legislation that like went like, it's just such a catch-all term for an actual like Yeah, they want to cancel thing beef. That, now they want to cancel your pizza. Yeah, it's not even, it didn't, it didn't get passed. Yeah. Are you guys joking? This is the American like, government. You're in like, New York. <laughs> you should know what happens with AOC's stuff. <laughs> like... Yeah. It wasn't even a bill. But, um, yeah, they say, oh, public health grounds, <laughs> they're rushing headlong into congestion pricing scheme that's like it, likely to worsen pollution. Probably totally not true. Um, mm. uh, heck, the city's also setting up free drug accessory and Narcan vending machines to enable addicts. Public health is quite literally the last thing on our regulatory over- overlords' minds. no. That's exactly the first thing that's on their minds, which is why 
they're trying to do a healthy thing for people addicted to drugs. You absolute fucking maniac. I would choke you out if you were standing in front of me right now. Stupid. (laughs) It's just so so stupid. It's like you're complaining about wood fired pizza ovens and you have to say, public health. They're letting people stay addicted to drugs by giving them clean needle programs and crap like that. Fuck uh, off. Fuck you. And also, Shut yeah, it's like up. the correlation between blah, 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 blah. Hey, <laughs> Oh, here we go. Oh, Look. My girlfriend's cat just tried to jump up on the window. She fell down. <laughs> so you see it all moving. Kitty. Kitty. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We'll wrap it up. Look, we get that the Green New Dealers hate the finer things in life. (laughs) Gas stoves, steak and air conditioners that actually, you know, cool down your house. I haven't heard of that one, uh, but uh, my air conditioner works fine. Well, I mean, air conditioning. I mean, air conditioning is like bad for the environment, obviously. Yeah, the I think everybody when, when knows you're that, using yeah the freon mm-hmm. stuff, it's like it just has to be mm-hmm. done like in a safe way, which is why you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, it, I've accidentally yeah. uh, released a lot of freon into the air <laughs> once, and I was like, literally, uh, and it's. So minuscule, you know, with an old uh, AC unit that was sitting out on a deck for I don't know how many years, <laughs> but uh, yeah. and then uh, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting seeing all that uh, escape the tubes. Um, and I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to do that. That's bad for the for the atmosphere. And I was like, wow, <laughs> yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> but but yeah, so it's no shock they'd come for pizza eventually. Bagels are surely next. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also just like so dismissive of the reason that people are like environmental activists too. Like why people want to get the Green New Deal. They're just so far from the reality that is climate change. And that's really disappointing that it's like, oh, yeah, you're so worried about your steak and your AC. It's like, you know, we're going to have like hundreds of millions of worldwide refugees <laughs> from all of like the, you know, areas all around the coastal areas all around the world are going to be so devastated by the effects of this. If steak, the coastal areas AC, are going to flood, why don't people whatever. just sell their houses and move? Good point, Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to who, Ben? <laughs> Fucking Aquaman. Mental illness is when you're right wing. Yeah, exactly. Legit. From Ben. Mm. Mental illness is when you're right wing. Shapiro. That's his uh that's his new nickname. Nice. Oh my god, I thought I spilled coffee on my white shirt, but I didn't. Um okay. Well Not we went yet. long. Yeah. Sorry. I, I had to squeak squeak okay. that in there. That's what mm-hmm. he said. Any more Jeopardy facts? You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. That's yeah. what he said. Go <laughs> yeah. kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. Um, who is Dr. Phil? That's correct. <laughs> yeah. And Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's what the entire audience was like at that Jeopardy taping. <laughs> yeah. Oof. But to. the fact that uh, people, they're just immediately jumping to get better contestants or get uh, get a consistent host, get this, get that, blah, 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 blah. I, I hate like Taylor Swifties Swift just... and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, solve the writer strike. There you go. Yeah. Jeopardy will be back sure. to normal. I feel like uh, the the thing about Swifties, though, is it's so weird how incredibly defensive they are. It's weird when a fan base is like that. I know yeah. some other artists have it's things like that. Stands. I know, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, like uh, J. Cole. Oh um, his uh, following I, is really known that's for That's literally being why pretty, I didn't like J. Cole for uh, years. Because I, I heard, I like, like Cole. I knew yeah. one of his songs that was on the radio, and I didn't really like it. Um, and then seeing the way that his fan base is online fan base, more of a Stan base. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm old, but yeah. Stans are different. And I was like, this is, that's horrible. Yeah. J. Cole sucks. And then I finally started, yeah, listening to some Dreamville albums and a bunch of J. Cole. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this guy's like really good. <laughs> so- yeah. I just feel like it's weird to be so obsessed with one yeah. particular artist, for one thing. Because there's like so much just good music go on out there. Twitter it's insane. And search for... Nicki Minaj or Cardi B. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Everything. It is just yeah. all of those replies are filled with. It's like they're at war. It's like it's Russia I and don't Ukraine. Even, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get. It's like, 
whatever. I don't like, you know, I don't listen to Taylor Swift or whatever, but a lot of people I yeah. know do. I don't care. Like, why would it matter I'll to just, me? I have a lot of artists that I like. I'll just uh, shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Stop stepping on my gown. <laughs> Ew. Oh, 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 oh. Don't step on my gown. <laughs> I think that's how Ken Jennings said it. He was like, He's a huge Swiss like, fan. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> don't step on like, don't step on my gown or whatever that those lyrics were. <laughs> yeah, poetry. Poetry is what they were. <laughs> in swift motion. What happens if you just search for Taylor Swift and go to news? Let's see. Some Something Vikings fans irked by claims Taylor mm-hmm. Swift's U.S. Bank Stadium mm-hmm. concerts were louder. Okay. Yes, Taylor Swift shimmered in Minneapolis. You were even better, Swifties, by the Star Tribune. Someone is trying to make sure no one burns down their building at the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Uh Um, Something about all this stuff about Minnesota. Oh, here we go. There we go. Taylor Swift, go to news. Taylor Swift asks that fans not attack her exes unless they can fully commit to finishing the job on The Onion. (laughs) Oh, I was like... (laughs) Addressing the online trolling of her former partners ahead of the release of their next re-recorded album, Speak Now, Taylor Swift reportedly took a moment Saturday night during a performance of her Eras tour to ask her fans not to attack her exes unless they can fully commit to finishing the job. Quote, as we lead up to this album coming out, I'd like to request that all of you either put up or shut up and finally see your threats against my former lovers through to the end, (laughs) said Swift, (laughs) explaining that she doesn't need fans to defend her against anything that happened in her past relationships, unless there's a dead body on her porch when it's all said and done. (laughs) Unless you're actually going to put John Mayer's head on a stake, stop posting about it. I want results. Uh, If you're not willing to get your hands dirty and risk serving 30 years to life, I don't want to see your weak-ass comments on one of their Instagram photos. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm going to go. The onion. Put your your bankle up. Um, Mm -hmm. I know. It's Next episode, I'm going to let you talk a lot more. We'll talk about uh, Titanic uh, expeditions and... Have uh-huh. you really not? I'll read up on Have that. you really not I been mean, I, online at all? I I saw that story. I just never really... I was like, bummer. Oh. It's a bummer, like, man. I mean, it seemed like another tragedy. Like, uh, you know, mm. like how things that, like that happen. And I was like, wow, what kind of hubris is that? You're going to go after the Titanic? Come on, guys. If I don't only know if you knew, but that it thing happened sank because they like hit a rock. an iceberg. <laughs> I don't know. They hit the Titanic. Yeah, they just yeah. run directly into <laughs> the Titanic. Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, obviously, that. it was like a... Um, what a horrible tragedy. Safety standards. What is this? Private company. Blah, blah, oh, yeah. blah, 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 all this Piece kind of, of stuff. It's like all of it... It's That's what it comes down to. It's like, wow, yeah, another company just did... I mean, what? Skirted safety oh, yeah. um, concerns because they wanted to make some money. They've wow, been doing so that. Shocked. You hear how much money they, yeah. they charge for a trip down there? No. It's 250 grand. (laughs) (laughs) And now, well, I mean, at least the, uh, oh, we can get into it all later. We're going to be way late to the game, but, you know, you read up on it. I wish you were on Twitter with me. All right. uh, Because the discourse about uh, relishing in the deaths of billionaires was pretty spicy. Um, and other people saying uh, like, I, I don't think it's crazy for me to say that, uh, I don't wish like the most horrific death imaginable upon these people yeah, I, I would, because I, I can't imagine that. clawing for life while you're stuck 12,000 feet under the sea, under sea level. Um, but at the same you know, time for me, I'm like, yeah, that's cause I wouldn't go more than 15 feet underwater. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you'd have to pay me $250,000 to dive down 50 feet, honestly, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. But that's just me. That's just me. So you yeah. read up on that, I mean, read up uh, on the failed Russian coup. Um, oh, and yeah. And we'll get back to it and then uh and instead of going over any of that we'll just recite we'll go back and forth paragraph by paragraph uh jeopardy <laughs> what yeah. is the fourth of july to a slave what is the fourth of july by frederick Douglass? all right yeah okay 
<laughs> That'll, yeah. That seems okay, appropriate. Shout out everyone who listened to this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ruined the episode. Uh, I ruined it. I nuh-uh. ruined it. Nuh-uh. Soiled it. Soiled it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Love this you guys episode, all. Was, and I don't say this lightly. Worse than 100 September 11th. Yeah. Shout out to Aaron Brown, our Lord and Savior. Shout out to Zach <laughs> yeah. and Kelsey and uh, Ryan All these and people. Wendy and oh, and I know that I keep tacking things onto this because you're like, I want to do one episode. I'm like, all right, it's going to be an hour and forty five minutes long. But we we talked about a podcast that shouted us out, and and then we made a joke. Or it's like, I don't know, maybe I should have listened to the podcast first. Might be a couple of racists, and I don't know what this bio means. No, it's because uh, the guy, he's like Welsh or something. I don't know. He's over in the UK. Mm. Uh, It's him and his dog is the other person. It's just him. Everyone Mm. should check it out. It is thick, dense humor like it's just him Uh-oh. like he i don't know he like plays guitar he's outdoors you could hear like a stream he's just hanging there with his dog and just goes on like for 25 minutes just bam 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 about uh interesting stuff uk politics making fun of boris johnson blah 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 like it was it was a lot mm-hmm. for me to take it i was like wow this is cool well he shouted us out so yeah. shout out to him again um what's his name god damn it natalie i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go back. Shout out to I, him. I, I, yeah. I'm, I follow him on Twitter. I'm just insert so. it. Insert it like uh, after, in post. Fifth yeah. in post. I'm just like, what's his like name? An and you're AI like, thing. blah blah blah. <laughs> like, yeah. The Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> the Denver Broncos. You're like, um, okay, so because uh, I'll have it. I should be like, what oh, the okay. Fuck? <laughs> well, I would have it in my searches, but I don't know what happened here. Oops, okay. I did it again by Britney Spears. The sign by Ace of Base. It's because this I gotta go put my attached. foot up. <laughs> I okay. really yeah, 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 it yeah, really yeah. hurts. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So shout out to everyone, uh, okay. including that podcast. Discontent provider. That guy. Wait, which podcast? What's his name? Discontent provider. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, I'll edit this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love you. Feel better. Okay, I love, love you bye. too. Thank you. Bye.